Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. We've reached Friday, July 28th, 2023. And as always, it's brought to you by the Barry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, we are six days away until the NFL, seven days from high school football and 28 days until college football. Yeah, where are you going to be in seven days, man? One week away from uh, high school football. Where's the uh, where's the hometown sports media crew going to be next week? Uh, we will be down at Her County. Ooh. Uh, Her County versus Bowden for week one of the uh, scrimmages. That'll we'll be, be fun. Down there. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. I'm pumped. I'm pumped about it probably gonna bring gavin with me I yeah mean, it, it, no i think the uh i think everybody but myself and wes will be down there for hometown sports media running through a uh, pre-game audio and trying to get ready for the season we got to do pre-game stuff too or pre-season stuff i should say uh, us uh, us radio nerds we got to get in the flow we got to get back into the flow and some new people have some uh, new play-by-play new color guys and got to uh got to get everything working before the season actually begins in three weeks from today the regular season yep yep it's gonna be a lot of fun uh today is also milk chocolate day yeah i'm not a fan of uh, of milk chocolate no not really i'm more of a dark chocolate if i'm gonna have chocolate i want it to be dark chocolate a milk chocolate just seems it tastes like a cheap knockoff of real chocolate not a big milk chocolate fan but if, if i'm gonna do chocolate i want it to be dark chocolate um, yeah, I'm going to have to pass on, on milk chocolate. Not a chocolate fan, really, anyways. So I am going to be a little picky when I do eat chocolate. Uh, but yeah, hard pass on milk chocolate, more of a dark chocolate guy. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that you're not a fan of milk chocolate. Yeah, not really. Just It tastes like a cheap imitation of what chocolate should taste like. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Braves begin a three-game set with the Brewers. Um, Bryce, and man, I don't know what it is. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. It four and seven since the All Star break. We we need to get our heads out of our asses and actually like do do something good. Um, you know, it's not like we haven't been pitching well because I think we have. Defense has been horrific in my opinion, um, and we're not hitting the ball. Like outside of what was the stat that you said yesterday that we've only had. Uh, one run outside of home runs in the past 40 innings. Yeah, one Is run. Yeah, one run scored over the past 40 innings that wasn't off of a home run, and the Braves uh, only scoring in five of the last 40 innings played uh, after the second game of the Boston series. Uh, really sucks, dude. It, it it is not good. Uh, the pitching is there. I agree with you. The hitting. The hitting, I think, is just a unlucky bit because we we do have, I think we're third right now in the MLB since the All-Star break uh, for, like, hardest exit velo. 
Um, and, and the expected batting average and the batting average with balls in play is the third worst. So we're squaring up the ball. We're hitting it on. We're hitting it on the uh, on the screws, but we're unfortunately just hitting it at people. So that I guess that's a that's a positive to take away from it. But it, you know, as as positive as it is, and as nice as we're trying to spin it, it still doesn't result in any runs. And if you can't score, we're gonna lose games. And it's yeah. After the All Star break, man, we we haven't won or we won one series out of four. We've had four series. We've won one that was against Milwaukee. Luckily, we're going up against that team that we did win a series against after the All-Star break here this weekend in Atlanta. Yeah, that's just... Ugh, God, it's it's frustrating is what it is. It's, it's just absolutely frustrating. And we did win a series against the Brewers not too long ago. It was last week. And hopefully we can do the same thing again uh, this week, starting this weekend, because we need something good to happen. And uh, it, it starts with tonight. And, you know, we've got Chirinos on the mound tonight, which this will be his debut as a Brave. Yep. Yep. Yanni Chirinos. Um, Yanni Chirinos. I'm, I'm not thrilled. But, you know, we'll see what he's got, you know? Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, I think the team, I think I, I read somewhere that the team that he pitched for is like, two and six in the last eight starts he has or something like that I, I i can't i can't remember what the stat was but it was it was not great um yeah we'll see he's got a four era on the season i think he's four and four right now uh, kind of a i don't know man kind of a back and forth year this year it just sort of looks like an innings eater i don't know it, it was kind of an odd trade so we'll see what the braves got cooking I, maybe he'll come in maybe the braves saw something in him uh he'll get him in the bullpen start working with him and maybe this guy will turn into a nice back into the rotation type pitcher, uh, but it's sort of one of those wait and see situations. It's kind of a kind of an odd trade. Yeah, it, it definitely is. But Braves are getting a three game sets with the Brewers. We are eleven games up uh, still, I believe, because I don't think Philadelphia played last night. Correct. Yeah, we are still so we're still eleven up games still up on the Phillies. So uh, let's let's put a little bit more distance between us and the Phillies yeah and we still um, we still haven't announced um who's gonna pitch on Sunday so that will be interesting to keep an eye on to see who they time. pitch in that rubber match on Sunday all right all right uh let's talk about some NFL quarterback battles um quarterback is the number one priority in every single football team let's talk about several teams in the NFL that are needing it and I'm going to give you a couple names on several teams, and I want you to give me your thoughts on if who wins this. All right. Okay? All right. Down in Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask? Uh, I gotta go with. I gotta go. Man, I don't know. We know what Baker is, and we don't know what Trask is. In the NFL, at least. We know he wasn't in college. I'm going to go with Baker just because he is he is the elder statesman. I think it's Baker's job to lose right now. Uh, we, you know what you get out of Baker. You get you get two or three games a year where you think he can be an elite quarterback, and then you'll get four or five games a year where you're like, oh, he's just a middle-of-the-road quarterback. And then you get three or four games that year where he looks like absolute garbo, hot straight garbo. Right. So... 
I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield just because of the experience. Um, this is going to heavily depend on, on how they look in preseason because I would assume you're going to see a heavy dose of, of Baker and Trask uh, during the three preseason games the NFL has. So early reports right now before the games start, I'm looking at it and I'm saying Baker Mayfield will be the starting quarterback down in Tampa Bay. Uh, but I, I wouldn't count out Kyle Trask. I know he's a talented guy. I just don't know how his game is going to translate over into the NFL. But yeah, Baker Mayfield right now. Out in Arizona, Jeff Driscoll or Colt McCoy? Yeah, this is sort of a, I don't know, a, 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 po a postcard. These people are just kind of filling in. You know, it's, you know when you have spot starts in the MLB, when you have kind yep. of a, an off day or a weird lineup or whatever it is, you get spot starts. That's essentially what's going on out in Arizona. They're going to get some spot starts from uh, Jeff Driscoll or Colt McCoy. I got, I got to go with Colt McCoy on this one, man. Really? Uh, yeah, I like I like Colt McCoy. He, he is a career backup type guy. He's never really took the bull by the horns and solidified a starting roster or a starting quarterback spot. I know he had some time in uh, Washington with the commies that he started for a while. I'm a, I, I, I kind of like Colt McCoy, man. I think it's going to be him that takes the reins over Jeff Driscoll and captains this Arizona Cardinals team until Kyler Murray gets back. Uh, either way, this team is going to be terrible. I got zero faith that the Cardinals are going to be a decent team this year, but I think, I think it's going to be Colt, man. I really think it's going to be Colt. That's the starting quarterback week one. San Francisco, Sam Darno, Brock Purdy, or Trey Lance? Oh, geez. Hell. <laughs> you have a three-sided coin we can flip? Um, uh, I, I don't know, dude. I, I seriously, I mean, after after Purdy hurt his arm, like, where's his rehab at right now? I know they said he's going to be good um, to come back week one, but he, you know how that goes. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say they like Sam Darnold in that backup spot. And, and Trey Lance was the guy that was supposed to take that franchise and run with it and make it contenders again. So, man, I, I'm going to I'm going to say this. Brock Purdy starts week one if he is healthy. If he is not healthy, it's going to be Sam Darnold. But in my opinion, I think the 49ers coaching staff in front office has put their faith in Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. And I think if he's healthy, he starts week one. If he's not healthy, it's going to be Sam Darnold. Out in Houston, Davis Mills or CJ Stratt? Oh, man. I, it, it would have to be a horrendous preseason for CJ Stratt not to be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans come week one. Uh, Davis Dougie Mills has what two seasons under his belt i believe is a starter out there in houston um there, yeah. yeah i i think it's i think it'd have to be a, a horrendous preseason something would have to go horribly wrong with cj strad for uh, out there in houston for him not to start week one it, it's gonna be it's gonna be strad it's strad's job to lose week one i'm going with cj strad out in indy sam ellinger Gardner Minshew or Anthony Richardson? Oh, Jesus. This is just as hard as the San Francisco one. I don't... Oh, man. Um, I don't think it's going to be Anthony Richardson. I think we can go ahead and count him out. I think he is a project quarterback. It's going to take him at least two or three years, I believe, to come into a fully polished 
prospect in that. And, and Indy knew what they were getting in that. Indy knew that that was going to be a long-term deal. Sam Ellinger and Gardner Minshew. Minshew has proved through Minshew mania that he can win big games for you. Uh, we saw it in Philadelphia. We've seen it everywhere he goes. That dude just absolutely competes. I I don't think the Colts like what they saw in Sam Ellinger last year. I'm going to have to go with Gardner Minshew. I think Minshew is going to be the starter week one in Indy. Whether or not he remains the starter after week one, who knows? But I am going with Gardner Minshew, the starter in the in, uh, for the Indianapolis Colts week one of the NFL season. Uh, Jacoby Brissett or Sam Howell out in Washington? What's the third option? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we could go Dan Snyder. <laughs> uh, I, I think the commies will open with Sam Howell. Um, but, dude, this this team is just awful. They are terrible. The commies might be top, or excuse me, bottom five teams in the league. Uh, I think Sam Howell is going to open up season. I, I know you know what you have in Jacob Biscuit. We saw him with the Colts. He's fine. We saw him with um, uh, Browns, too. You know, he played for the Browns for a little while. He's a fine middle-of-the-road quarterback. He's not going to win you any games. He's not going to make a ton of mistakes. He's just sort of – if quarterbacks were a color and, you know, Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, if they were like a fiery red or a bright blue or something like that, if we, if we – we equated quarterbacks to colors and those guys were exciting colors jacob biscuit he's just kind of beige you know there's nothing wrong with beige beige is fine but it's just sort of boring and that's where jacob biscuit is uh he's he's gonna back up sam howell i think they're gonna see what they got in sam howell week one and go from there but week one it's gonna be sam howell out there for the commies in carolina andy dalton or bryce young well, Bryce Young's having a hard time seeing over the offensive line because he can't get the step stool out there in the huddle, so I know that's a problem. Uh, the kid, the kid's talented. Bryce Young is a, is a talented, talented young man, uh, great football player. If if he can get over, I just I I am not a big fan of Bryce Young when he is on the run. When Bryce Young's forced out of the pocket, he turns into a mediocre quarterback. And that's going to happen quite a bit in Carolina Pantherland this year because that offensive line is is pretty bad. I think, I think it's going to be Andy Dalton. I think Week One is going to be Andy Dalton just because of the experience, and we know what we have in the Red Rocket. I mean, we saw him with uh, with Dallas, we saw him with New Orleans, we've seen him for years up there with the Bengals. Andy Dalton is a very good veteran quarterback you know what you're going to get at him every single every single game probably two or three touchdowns and an interception that's i mean that's that's where andy dalton lives so give me andy dalton starting off week one as the starting quarterback for the carolina panthers but by week six bryce young will have taken over that job who says andy dalton's not going to get a call back to go back and start up at in cincinnati after what happened yesterday so i'm not putting that bad juju out in the universe i am i'm sending positivity up to cincy uh and that injury is gonna be just fine by the team by the time we hit week one of the nfl season you saying that billy i don't even know who the backup quarterback is in cincy um it is let me check real quick it is it's trevor simeon that's 
I think Andy Dalton is better than Trevor Simeon, but I don't I don't think he's a significant step up from Trevor Simeon. He's Trevor Simeon's not a terrible quarterback. He's you know he's let he's let some uh, he's let some game winning drives. Up in Tennessee, Will Levis, Ryan Tannehill, or Malik Willis. Ooh man, this is well. You gave you gave me. I got three quarterbacks for San Francisco. I got three for Indy, and now I got three again for Tennessee. This is another tough one, man. I, I would be shocked if they moved off of Ryan Tannehill. I'd be me too. I'd be very very shocked if they moved. I know Will Levis is the new hotness the new guy uh dude likes to put mayo in coffee i would have never drafted him that guy's a goofball um but as much as ryan Tannehill has done for that franchise i'd be pretty shocked to see them move off of Tannehill. uh I, you know trying to trying to figure out who's gonna back him up i think malik willis is the number two guy and will levis is the third guy i don't know man I, but I, if you gun to head right now Who's starting week one for the Titans at quarterback? I think it's going to be Ryan Tannehill. I think they're going to give Ryan Tannehill a chance to work with DeAndre Hopkins, who they signed over the offseason, and see what they can get going in that passing game. And if it doesn't work, yank them. And you got, you know, two first round or uh, two uh, fresh quarterbacks that have, you know, going to be a rookie this year in Will Levis and second year man in uh, Malik Willis to start looking for the future if you need to. But yeah, I think it's going to be Tannehill week one. Um, just kind of see where it goes from there. All right. We are to Friday again. So this is our Friday previews, our Friday uh, football previews, and we are up to Temple Tigers. Last year, they didn't have the best year. Um, and I think Corey Nix would, would understand this. I mean, they had plenty of 50-50 games where it didn't go their way, Bryce, right? So this year, I think a lot of things are going to change. Uh, they don't have a set quarterback right now like they did last year. Um, but they are going back to the offense that Evan Hotchtetler ran in Manchester and uh, Cedartown. So this is this is going to be a true true Evan Hotchtetler quarter or run offense, which I'm I'm looking forward to. Right now, it's between uh, Gribben and Jackson Gribben and uh, uh, SQ. Yeah. At QB. Um, they're going to have both very, very talented, both young. Um, one's a sophomore, one's a junior. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I got to see them in spring. They, they looked like they were running that offense pretty well. It's going to be really, really interesting offensively how that works. Defensively, dude, they're bringing... If you remember correctly, when we were talking with Corey last year for previews, he was like, man, I've got this sophomore that's going to be awesome. This sophomore that's going to be awesome. This sophomore. And like named off like seven or eight sophomores in the preview. Those guys are juniors and they're going to be second year starters. Yep. On the defense. That is what I'm really pumped about. This defense is going to take a big step up, in my opinion, this year. Uh, we we did speak with Coach Corey Nix, and you know he's got that quiet confidence, man. Um, it 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 almost seems like he's he's confident about what the season's going to look like for him. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see that offense this year. You know, last year with Cam Vaughn, the offense was sort of like, here, Cam, here's the ball, uh, go do something great, go do something exciting, and it was fun to watch, and it, it was successful. 
in a lot of different ways. Um, but this year, yeah, Coach Evan Hochstetler is going to be able to run his offense the way he runs it. He's got some good gnats out there, offensive and defensive line. I know they're big in the weight room out there at Temple, and they're bringing in, I, I believe Coach said, 20-something freshmen uh, from that middle school team. And that middle school team, it, uh, they're champions. They're absolute champions. They, they won the middle school championship last year. So it's nice when you can bring in a freshman squad like that that's going to push those seniors. Because those seniors see those talented freshmen coming in, and juniors and even sophomores who are starters, see those talented freshmen coming in. And I can I can tell you right now, if, if I'm a senior on that team, there's no damn way a freshman's coming and taking my job. No matter how talented he is, he's not going to outwork me. And that's always good. We, we had this conversation with Coach Nix yesterday with the, uh, the, old, the iron sharpens iron adage. I know it's an old adage. I know, I know it's used a ton, but it's so true, man. And, and when you get as many talented kids, I think Coach, we had, they had 76 players on their football team. That's huge for a, for a single-A team, yeah. man. That is a that's – a, when I was in high school, we were 4A. I don't know if we had that many kids on our football team. That's a ton. And when you get that many kids involved in, in the elite amount of kids that are at Temple right now and the freshman class that's coming in, that freshman class are already champions. They know how to win. They're pushing the older guys. When you can get that type of buy-in and that type of talent and everything out there in your football team, it's, it's just going to spell a successful season for Coach Corey Nix and all the Tigers fans. And it's uh, it's going to start, you know, week one versus Pike County. They, they have some... You know they they get they have to travel to Pepperell. They're at Bowden. Uh, they do get Chattooga and Lumpkin County at home, and they have a long what we call preseason, Billy, because there's only a couple teams in their region, so they don't have a region game until what like the last you know the last three excuse me the last four weeks of the October season. October thirteenth is their first region game. Yeah. yeah, the last four weeks of the season, three of those are region, and that's sort of what happens when you only have. Uh, four teams in your region. Thank you, GHSA. Uh, so they they have a lot of preseason, if you will, to get everything right. And it's going to be – it should be a good year out there for the Temple Tigers. I, I think they're – I don't know what Lamar and Crawford have coming back. Um, I know what Hurd has coming back. So I think I think it's going to be Temple and uh, Temple and Hurd battling out for that number one uh, region. Because I think – I want to say Lamar and Crawford – both had a lot of seniors, or one of them had a lot of seniors in their squad last year. Yeah. I remember Lamar uh, did. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Coach Lasseter saying that like they had like 20, 25 or thirty seniors. Or he was he was joking, but he said like half the team is seniors. Um, so it's. I think it's going to be between Temple and Heard County for this region, man. October twenty seventh. That is going to be an absolute dog fight. Uh, down in Heard County between the Temple Tigers and the Heard County Braves. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, high school football season cannot get here soon enough. One week away, baby. Yep, one week. Tell me about the Marine South scoreboard. Marine South scoreboard from last night. The only game we had was the Nats and the Mets. It was the only NL East game we had going on. And the Mets beat the Nats 2-1 to one in an absolute barn burner. I mean, that's that's exciting. You know what? Let me click here. I wonder how long this game took. There were 11 hits in the entire game. I'm going to say, Billy, Billy, just guess right now. How long did a 2-1 game between the Mets and the Nats take? Two hours and 28 minutes. Oh, you're, cl- you're 20 minutes off. That was close, man. Good guess. Two hours and 48 minutes. 
But not bad. Two hours not and bad. forty-eight minutes. Only seventy-eight percent full. That sucks. Uh, we don't we don't have that problem on a uh, random Thursday night. Uh, let's head to the Smiths floor coverings, games, and events calendar for this weekend, Billy. Tonight in the NL East, Tigers at Marlins at six forty, Phillies at Pirates at seven o five, and Nats at Mets at seven ten. On Saturday, we have the NL East, Tigers at Marlins at four ten, Phillies at Pirates at seven o five, Nats at Mets at seven ten. In the MLS, Atlanta United versus Cruz Azul at 7 p.m. It's not an MLS match. It is a League Cup match. Uh, And if we lose this, we get knocked out of the League Cup in uh, the group stages. So I don't don't know what the hell is going to happen on that game. We have a TM5 United podcast that is dropping today. They will explain how crappy our team is, unfortunately. (laughs) I, I haven't listened to it yet, Billy. I haven't chopped it up. I haven't edited it. I can guarantee you it is not a happy podcast. Uh, it'll be yeah. it'll be yeah, two I guys saw, who are very frustrated. I saw Abner's tweets during the uh, game against Miami the other day. Yeah. Yeah, Abner was not happy. No. No. Not a, hap- not a happy camper there in TM5 land or TM5 United land. So that, that should be an interesting podcast today. Uh, and then on Sunday in the NLEs, Tigers at Marlins at 140, Phillies at Pirates at 135, and Nats at Mets. At 140. And don't forget, folks, tonight it is Friday on ESPN. Slam Ball is back. So tune in for that. I can't wait, man. We've been counting down the days. When is uh, the next uh, match for U.S. women? Uh, I believe it is Tuesday. Give me two seconds and I will check that. I think it's Tuesday. Uh, I think we play um, Portugal on Tuesday. Women's World Cup. And we click on that. We go there and... US. Oh, it's why did they put that? I always hate when they put United States for our team instead of USA. Uh, yes, Tuesday, August 1st, USA versus Portugal at 8 a.m. UK time, so that'll be 3 a.m. Eastern. Okay, yeah, so if you'd like to watch that. Gonna have to be a night out. So Tuesday, Tuesday morning, essentially at 3 a.m. Um, I will not be watching that. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. All right, uh, let's head to the incredible pulp softer and dollar segment. Bryce, we are 22 cents away from combined being $400. Dude, we killed it last <laughs> week. We absolutely killed it. We yeah. we went three and three, so we went 500. But the three bets that hit, Billy, yours were plus 104 and plus 400. Both of your dogs hit. And the only one that hit for me was also a dog at a plus 330. None of our favorites hit, but all three of our dogs hit. That's how you make money. That's how you make money. So give me yours, and then uh, I'll run down mine. Uh, All right, this weekend, you know, after dogs hitting, I went with two dogs this weekend. I got one favorite and two dogs. So my favorite bet, minus 205, that's Mets' first five money line versus the Nationals. Uh, It's Max Scherzer is pitching for the Nationals. I forget who's pitching for the Nats. But I'm going to take the Mets' first five money line tonight versus the Nats. Uh, And then in NASCAR, I'm going to pick a Chevy to win at Richmond this weekend. That is at a plus 150. They are the favorites, but it is still a plus bet. Uh, the last time they were at Richmond a couple months ago, Chevy swept the first three spots. It was one, two, three, uh, Chevy finish. So give me a Chevy to win at Richmond this weekend. And if you want to 
take a side bet on that as well. Uh, if you want a bigger odds, take Martin Truex Jr. to win it. Um, I, I like I like Martin Truex Jr. to win the race this weekend up in Richmond. And then out in Belgium for Formula One, give me Lewis Hamilton to finish on the podium Sunday in Spa. Uh, um, Mercedes has gotten quite a bit quicker over the past couple of weeks, and Lewis Hamilton it's loves raining. Spa. Do what? Training him. All right. Uh, it was... Let's see if it is today. We will see in one hour if it is raining out in Spa, but it was indeed raining out in Spa yesterday. So you give me Spa where Lewis Hamilton loves to race, and you give me the rain, and in my opinion, Lewis Hamilton is the best rain driver on the circuit. Uh, I like to see Lewis Hamilton get a podium Sunday uh, out in Belgium at a plus 150. All right. Uh, so give me the Angels plus one and a half for dogs in this. Versus the Blue Jays, but that dog is also a favorite. It's a minus 120. So give me the Angels. Uh, Lucas Giolito is making his first start as an Angel out in La La Land. Well, Lucas. it's actually up in Toronto. So Lucas Giolito, that um, sounds like a that sounds like an ice cream. Yeah, it's he got traded there this week from Chicago, I believe. Um, Give me the Mets minus one and a half versus the Nationals. That's a plus 105. Uh, Max Scherzer's on the bump tonight for the Nats. <laughs> we, both got that, we both got that game. <laughs> yeah. But we both got the Mets-Nats game. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize that. And my big dog. Okay, and so here's here's the thing, man. If If I lose this, I lose five bucks. If I win this... I get a lot of money. Nice big hit. <laughs> so, uh, Austin Riley to hit the first home run tonight for for Braves versus um, Brewers. The plus 1,000. So if Austin Riley hits the first home run in the game, it's plus 1,000. So that's my three for tonight. Hopefully, you know, at least one of them hits. Yeah, I like it. Austin, I don't think there's been anybody on the Braves roster right now that's as hot as Austin Riley. So that's a good, that's a uh, that's a nice bet to put down. The favorite for the entire game. Like, Dude. I think the favorite was Olsen. Well, that makes sense because Olsen's the home run leader in the NL. I mean, I understand it. But, yeah, you want to ride the hot hand. I mean, Austin Riley hit a home run in, like, five straight ball games or something like that. And I feel like he's gotten 16 million RBIs just in the past two weeks since the all-star break so i like it i like that plus 1000 bet man that's nice bryce you need another cup of coffee yes sir indeed i do another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor hannah strawn with the robert goolsby real estate group eggles joe burrow carted off the field after uh, a calf injury oh uh, this looked awful oh like, it did not it, look good it, he was just kind of rolling out and to the left and all of a sudden just pulled up and it was a non-contact injury god bless man like it was made me cringe because i like joey b yeah yeah we're big fans of joey joe cool on this podcast um and i know clay and everybody over there big big bangles fans i don't want to see this man i want to see the superstars compete as much as much crap as i give quarterbacks for not taking hits and not being real football players uh i do want to see him on the field i don't want to see him get injured in practice, man, this sucks. This sucks for a team that I thought was probably going to be in the AFC championship. So hopefully it's nothing bad. Hopefully it's nothing lingering. Uh, hopefully it's just a quick little, little, uh, injury stint 
and he's back and ready to go by week one. Who do they play week one? Who do they got week one? Let's see. No idea. They oh, have. Oh, you got to be back by week one. They got the Brownies. The Battle for Ohio. Game one. Oh, got to get back on the field. They, they open with the Battle for Ohio and they close for the Battle for Ohio. Week one, Cleveland. Week 18, Cleveland. Wow, what a way to book in your season. This week, the Los Angeles Angels have decided to not trade Shohei Otani, and Otani pitched a ridiculous game yesterday. Dude, lights Start out. One hit, shut out, two home runs over the doubleheader. <laughs> like, what the hell? Oh, the man. man. Is, the man is incredible. The guy is... It, he is he i'll say this now he is the most talented baseball player to ever play the game of baseball and if he keeps doing this for years and years he will go down as the greatest baseball player of all time but he is the he is the most talented baseball player i've ever seen play baseball and probably the most talented baseball player to ever play the game i'm dude he's fast as hell too so i mean i'm not sure how many stolen bases he has but your lord he's would, he's quick would you like his stolen base number because i can sure. i can give number. that to you with the power of the internet uh hold on <laughs> he's I, it goes straight to his pitching um this year he has stolen bases he has 12 he has 12 stolen bases that's not bad no he had 26 in 2021 yeah yeah the ACC is continuing to look at possible expansion a day after Colorado is moving to the Big 12. Oh, dude, it is becoming absolute silly season, and I love it. I'm here for it. It's uh, Conferences in college football are antiquated. They need to go. They need to get rid of conferences. I'm so sick of them. They're stupid. Uh, so any type of silly season ACC stuff, I'm here for it, man. I don't know who they're going to bring in. The ACC sucks anyways. Like, There's only one relevant school in the ACC football-wise. So I, who, who, who do you think the ACC has their sights on to bring in as a big pop? West Virginia. Yeah, maybe they're in the well, they're in the Big 12 now, right? Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make any damn sense. Uh, Vandy. Yeah, I, I like I, Ooh, Vandy. Vandy v makes sense. Vandy would make sense, but Vandy's not going to do it because I think they want to stay in SEC baseball. I, I would assume, but it does make sense. I'm with you on that. I think I think Vandy and West Virginia do make sense. What if I'm going to throw this out there because they're in ACC land technically? What if Penn State gets tired of being third fiddle to Ohio State and Michigan in the Big Ten and says I, and says I want to be a big boy. I want to be the big swanging guy. I want to walk in the room and everybody knows that I have the best football team and football program in this conference and we go to the ACC. What about Rutgers going to the ACC? Oh, big needle mover right there. Big needle mover right there. Rutger hasn't even earned their S yet since they've been in the Big Ten. Uh, it, I mean, it would make sense geographically but the that's they're not uh, the Big Ten's not going to let go of Rutger because of the uh, the TV market that is in Rutger. So it, it makes sense. But I, I like your Vandy shout. I like your Vandy and West Virginia shout. Finally, today in 1994, baseball players decide to strike. August 12th. Mm. Or 
decided to strike on August 12th, 1994. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Today they decided to strike on August 12th. Why they didn't strike today, I don't know. That's so weird. Like, we're going to quit, but we're going to give you a two week notice. Uh, yeah, and this sort of fueled the steroid era that had to bring baseball back to its prominence in the in the late 90s. Thanks, I'm blabbing. Jackass. I'll always hold that against him. Yeah, then he went to the Mets. Yeah, I don't really mind about that, but quitting, quitting baseball I do. I'm not a fan of quitting stuff. You got anything else? Nah, man, let's get out of here on a Friday. Billy, this is the last week of the year where there's no football, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Woo! We'll, we will be back on Monday with a brand new open for every single podcast and a renewed energized energy uh, because it will be game week. You know what's funny? Is we're coming back on Monday with it with the extra energy. Indeed. You know who else is coming back Monday? Who is that? Pat. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Pat Pat the sellout. Coming back on Monday. When's he starting the ESPN stuff? Do you know? I don't know. I'm thinking it may be soon. Like, it could be this week. I would assume. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would assume it has to be soon because football. Football starting. um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I would think it would have to be soon. It would have because the NFL. He just said this this fall is all he said. Yeah, I mean week week one of the NFL is September seventh. That's the first game, so it has to be before then. Has to be. So I'd assume I'd assume somewhere in the month of August. Yeah. All right, for Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindahl. Thank you guys for listening all week. Uh, We have so many great podcasts coming up. So many great conversations with head coaches. Uh, we will get those out all we've got a couple coming out next week a couple coming out the week after and then two more the week after that uh for bryce barling i'm billy lindall have a great weekend everybody we will talk to you monday same time same place shake your neighbors just shake them <laughs>